Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Naps. I'm Katie. And it helps to put your camera on the screen. We are happy that you're here tonight. It has been an exciting week for us at Daps Magic, but we are glad that you have joined us for a night of geeking out about all that is going on in the world. And the big thing that started off, let's get right into it, right? Let's go. Uh, big thing that we start off with this week is we now have an opening date for Disneyland. And I actually was thinking if we went back one year and just took out 2020 and picked the dates we thought were going to be reopening, somebody might have somebody been Somebody might have been close. Just just disregard the year. Yeah, get rid of the year and, and it'd be fine. Woof. Yeah, um, you know. So <laughs> April 30th, if you haven't heard yet, is the reopening date for the Disneyland Resort Parks. Uh, there will be reservations. Mm-hmm. People will be limited to, or how do I say this? Park attendance will be limited to people who live in California. Correct. And uh, that will be until whatever safety protocols um, hit whatever the state and, and Disney and all the other theme parks deem appropriate, I guess, for more people to come in. And uh, there will be obviously limitations on dining, limitations on all sorts of other things. Uh, Clocky's got plenty of reservations. Um, probably the wrong kind to get into the park, though. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it will be a very interesting time at Disneyland, I think. Yes. Um, also important to note that having a hotel reservation does not guarantee you a park reservation. Um so that is something to note because I think a lot of people's first instinct was to say, oh, well, I'll just um, can't get a reservation at Disneyland Hotel. <laughs> Woof. Um, but yeah, that's not going to be a thing, which is weird because that's kind of always in your head how it works. Well, I'm sure it's just like in Florida where it's a separate group of reservations like there's the hotel reservations and you can be at the hotel and it's like oh sorry like yeah like murray and i have hotel reservations for october 1st or whatever date that is Mm -hmm. september 30th that would be it but we were unable to get reservations to get into magic kingdom on october 1st so we settled for epcot which is never settling for us um but I think it's the same thing with Disneyland is is it probably puts you in another group. Yeah. And the thing that I think is interesting here versus in Florida is there won't be the third group. Yeah. Because there won't be an AP group because by APs. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I don't know. But uh, sorry that this video and sound is not in sync. Oh, I have great. no clue why that would be. But um, that's delightful. Just think of us as in slow motion. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see how this plays out. And if you thought it was a mad rush for the opening of a touch of Disney reservations, I can only imagine the insanity that is going to be whenever reservations open for Disneyland. To say the least. Yeah. Um, but you'll also have it that there will not be people from out of California trying to go. And as we in theory, you don't think people are going to try to get They're going to try. Yeah. But as we saw at a touch of Disney, a lot of people that were there were not from California. That is true. I actually had a cast member. I was in line at Ghirardelli and, um, you know, they were getting hyped about reopening and they said, 
April 30th, come back. And they said, oh, we're from Arizona. And he goes, that's so weird. You're like the eighth person in a row that's from Arizona. Um, so I'm hoping that like it only being California makes it a little bit easier. And there's probably technology they could use to make sure it works that way. But it'll be interesting to see if it's how they used, do it. how it's used, whatever. Um, I think my bigger thought with that is it's in everybody's benefit for everybody to play by the rules just because it gets things opened up that much quicker. Yes. And, and so I think if people don't even try and like, it's just a, Hey, the people that are supposed to be there are there. And then, um, and then that works and it's safe for, you know, like they do a good job with reopening. I feel like that's the quickest path towards further reopening whereas i could totally see if a million people from chicago or you know what you pick it <clears throat> hawaii chicago santa cruz no santa cruz is uh, santa, cruz santa fe is what i meant um, i was like santa fe i was like i'm tracking um, but, but you know all these people from around the country were to show up first month or something i could totally see uh california being like all right you're closing back down and yeah. or we're restricting you even further or something. But uh, that um, that is really it will be very interesting to see how that plays out. Um, do you have any predictions on um, how many people will be there opening day? Like as many as they'll be capable of having. <laughs> like, I also think that. Um, so it's going to open either at 15% capacity or 25% capacity, depending on what tier we are in. And it in looks Orange like County. we're actually on track for the 25% as of today. Yeah. So it's looking like we could be orange tier. So say 25% capacity at the parks. Downtown Disney is also going to be packed to the brim. Yes. Because the people. Just in case. Well, not even just in case. Also the people that like just want to be close. They want to see Disneyland having people in it. They want to... Yeah, it's a little bit FOMO of, like, watching other people do it. But people, other people are going to be like, want to be there. Be like, it's real! People are going into Disneyland! Yeah. Um, so I think um, that it's going to be Madhouse. <laughs> like, parking's going to be insane. Downtown Disney's parking is going to be insane. Um, all of those things. It's going to be wild, but I'm looking forward to it because um, I will be fully vaccinated by April 30th. Um, I, I'm sorry. Um, I know that not everyone will be, but I am extremely grateful that I will be fully vaccinated by April 30th because I have terrible COVID anxiety and I'll feel more comfortable being in that madness fully vaccinated. And you'll go. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Well, and I think that's the thing is I think. There's so much pent up demand now that people who six months ago would have been like, oh, no, it's it's too dangerous. Yeah. Now are are like, oh, no, I just want to go. And, yeah. And I know people like that. Um, and, you know, everybody has their own values on things and that's fine. But uh, it will be interesting to see how insane this is. And if you'd asked me six, eight months ago, I would have been like, I don't know, there's a lot of fear and people don't want to to return yet and they want to take it slow. Definitely. And now I just feel like there was probably an opportune moment that the balance 
on that high wire was just perfect where you could open it and open it slowly without too much demand. And it might've tipped a little bit too far forward. Um, just judging by, I mean, there were people lined up, I think hours before a touch of Disney opened Definitely. so they could be the first ones in. And, and that means they spent extra money on parking on top of the, basically the $25 included parking. So, um, and the $10 isn't terrible for parking, but it will be very interesting to see um, how that plays out. And that brings up an interesting question too, is if it's $25 for parking, hypothetically at Mickey and friends, when the parks reopen on the 30th, what is the new price for parking at downtown Disney? Because you can no longer have ten dollar parking. I would guess day. that it would. Um, it this goes is, back to the old system. This is my personal opinion. Um, I think that they'll match um, parking prices. Uh, I think that if it's at least, yeah, I think that if it's twenty five dollars to park. Um, oh, it was way more expensive at Downtown Disney before. Mm-hmm. I never parked at Downtown Disney. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so uninformed. Um, yeah. It was per hour. At downtown Disney. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think it's going to go back to that. I'm so sorry. I was making an uninformed statement. Yes. I think it's going to go back to that. It'll be interesting to see how, how, (laughs) how expensive it gets and how, and how, what an impact that has. They can use those fancy little pay machines though, that they installed over by Paradise Pier. They're pretty cool. Um, so they can start using those bad boys. (laughs) Yeah. That that's could that'll be fun to watch. Imagine the world's peace if you could just reserve a parking spot. Yeah, could I would you? love if they're in my Disneyland app. If you I could just be spot. like, hey, it's E45. Yeah, that'd be like, fantastic. Specific spot too would be amazing. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about where am I gonna park or whatever. And in that case, could they get rid of the I think you could get rid of the um the entrance ones, the booths. Yeah. Or maybe have two for on the left or something for people that don't want to use. And then they get a, a sign. It'd be like getting a movie theater ticket. Yeah, I love that idea. Wow. Disney, Clocky. you can use this idea. We will not complain about it. Thank you for the question. Clocky, I think you're Clocky making will, points. You'll share this, this idea with Disney, right? Um, <laughs> we won't sue you for the rights. Um, no, I'd be a great idea. I think that's fantastic. Because yeah. that just would make life so much less stressful. And... Um, it could be an interesting from a parking, like moving the cars in the right direction standpoint. Definitely could be kind of interesting, but, um, but I, I like the idea. I do too. I think it would work. <laughs> yeah. Once you just trained the drivers, <laughs> I think that would work. It's a great idea. Um, so let's keep on moving with the show is this last weekend, a touch of Disney re or opened. Uh huh at the Disney California Adventure Park. And I almost said reopened because I was thinking of well, the park everything reopened. else. The park reopened and we were allowed to go back in it, which was a wonderful thing. And uh, and yeah, you tell them, Clocky. You just keep going with this. And uh, so we were there opening day. We were parked shortly after 1130. We basically did. I think we were there as quickly as you physically could be by parking at the parking structure. And mm-hmm. I did see some other people, including Angela, that went a couple days later and it wasn't nearly as insane as yeah. opening day, which is never a surprise. Um, but then you get to walk in the tram route with, we didn't actually have Disney music when we walked in. We didn't. But it was on when we left. And uh, you get to walk along there. There's a fun little signs. There's Autopia cars at the end. 
and that's and there's no churros, but um, it's the sign. I promise stuff. churros. Um, and then and then you get into a line. Well, actually, you first get screened for health and security. Yes, yes, yes. And I actually thought that was a highlight of the day, just because everybody was so happy and nice and cheerful. And like you name it, when we were at the parking structure, every cast member we saw was ridiculously happy. So funny, funny anecdote. And you'll you can see it in our our vlog to plug that for a touch of Disney. Um, We were starting it. We were in front of the Mickey thing that's at Mickey and Friends. Mm -hmm. A cast member had to walk behind us and she wasn't even anywhere near us, but she walked behind us just to ask somebody to please keep their mask up. Yep. We finished filming and she goes, I am so sorry if I ruined your video. And we were like, you didn't, it's okay. We didn't even notice, but thank but you. she was so kind. Um, but it was really fun to walk through the Pixar Pals parking structure. Mm-hmm. So you might not park at Pixar Pals, but you still get to walk through. That is true. And, and that was, that was a lot of fun to do. And, um, but yeah, everybody was ridiculously nice at yeah. main gate. Everybody was ridiculously nice. I actually thought um, some of the best cast member experiences we had of the day was before we even got into the park. Definitely. And and that was really fun. Um, then randomly enough, as we're in line to get into the park, we we see our friend Michael who runs D23. Yeah. Um, and, and he's just one of the nicest guys on the planet, I think. And uh, then we make it into the park. And that was just something special about getting to walk past Buena Vista street and not having ropes holding you in and, um, and just getting to go and enjoy the park as it was meant to be. And, um, minus the attractions and, uh, yeah. it, it, and it had a different playlist, which was interesting too. And, um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It just was also a little bit weird. The more I've thought about it, I'm like, I really like the playlist. But it also didn't quite feel like a normal day at Disney California Adventure. We also do have that playlist at dapsmagic.com in order. I should have put that in the uh, in the show notes. The only, I'll add it for later. The only thing we don't have is those wonderful broadcast announcements. Yes, but they're in a lot of our videos yeah. um, as I've been editing them and I've got a few more to get up still. But there, you hear a lot of those throughout the fun. videos. And, um, and that part I thought was really fun. But it is weird to be in Cars Land and not have Cars Land music. I know, that one hurt. Like, I mean, on the other flip side, the joke has always been is King of the Road never plays when I'm in that land anyway, because that's my favorite of that loop. And uh, and it was it was true Thursday. We didn't hear it once. definitely didn't play Thursday. (laughs) Um, But they had some characters out. They had the food, obviously. But to me, the highlight um, wasn't the food. Like, the food was fine. Mm Mm-hmm. But the highlight to me was the ambiance, was the characters, was the um, just the park being open again, as opposed to the the frills, I guess you could say, that they added for A Touch of Disney. How about you? Um, I loved it. I had a great time. Um, I had a great time once I was able to calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I get overwhelmed very easily. I think everyone probably knows that. And so my first hour, we walked around, we did a stream, but I could not process that we were in a Disney park again. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of shut down and I started crying for a while. Not like out of like, oh my gosh, I'm at a Disney park. Like my brain could not process what was going on because it was a lot, Um, but not in a bad way. Like my brain just also just shuts down when I get excited. Um, Once I got past that, it was amazing. But it also felt like no time passed at all, like in a weird okay. way. 
Okay. Um, the, the one time I did cry out of pure emotion, um, sadness at emotional whirlwind, holding a core memory. I definitely had, I was, I was taking pictures with one hand. I was filming with another and I was like crying and trying to wipe away my tears under my sunglasses because that's when I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm at a Disney park. Like, if that makes any sense. Sadness is also one of my favorite characters to me. So, um, but yeah, it was just really nice. I really enjoyed just being there mm-hmm. and doing our normal stuff that we do when we were at a Disney park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Um, I really liked seeing, I think, uh, Max and Goofy were a highlight for oh, lots of people, definitely. too. Um, especially the one point where Max was <laughs> eye to eye. Oh, that was so good. That was good. We've got that up on the on the YouTube channel as well. Um, but that was a highlight. I actually really enjoyed getting to see Lightning McQueen and Mater and Cars Land. Like I thought that was cool. Um, I'm sorry to everybody who I didn't see was in line and I just walked up and took pictures. But <laughs> in my defense, I literally there was a host standing there who said nothing to me. I was just like, oh, that pictures, blah blah blah. Makes me cringe when I think back on it because. Like the way you were taking pictures, then you turned around and went, "Whoopsies!" It was, it was yeah, so funny. like it was it was a weird moment because normally a cast member would be like, "Hey, there's a line over here," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm sorry." Like it was a legit, but it was underneath the overhang, and I just didn't see it. And um, I I don't know, yeah, um, but yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awkward moment. The thing was, though, is nobody seemed upset. No, everyone was like, oh, okay. he's got a camera. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, it might have been one of those cases where dressing up a little bit worked in my favor and everybody <laughs> they just thought like, you worked for ABC. <laughs> maybe. Like, for all I know, that's what they thought happened where I worked for somebody and, and like, because nobody, like, nobody did anything. And I was just like, okay, sorry. And that was. That was a beautiful moment. Like I don't, I don't, I didn't actually know I was doing anything wrong. I don't know that anybody else part, did either. I didn't realize it either. Um, and then I, because I was over there just being in Cars Land, because I love Cars Land. And then I turn around, and you were like, "I just accidentally got a line of people." And I literally, <laughs> I look over and I see the line. And I was like, um, but they didn't do anything. That was, there was zero complaints, so everybody was happy. Oh, that was a good. I got some good pictures. Too. Yeah, you did. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I miss I miss the touch of Disney. I wish that we had gotten tickets for more than one day. Yeah, that that would have been fun. Um, I will say, if you go, make sure to start eating early because it's hard to finish your cards otherwise. Um, but that's fine because we didn't actually go there for the food. Like, there's other people there that were all about the food. We went there to be there. We went there to be there, and. Um, I'm actually going to be interviewed, I think, in a week or two for a fan festival that's coming up. And I'll give you more details about that when I, when I have them. Um, but there, you do this questionnaire ahead of time of like, hey, you know, what is your what is your thing? And and um, it had check boxes. And I was like, well, my Disney thing is taking pictures and videoing and documenting and collecting history and just enjoying being there and helping people get the most out of their day in the non-traditional way. Mm -hmm. It's not about, you know, how many rides can I get on? How many, whatever can I do? It's literally how much Disney magic can you absorb just by being in the space? And, and I think that's actually where we, 
we have the most fun when we go and anybody who's been with us on a Sunday <laughs> when we go to the parks, they'll tell you, we don't do a ton of stuff, <laughs> but we have more fun than anybody. <laughs> And, um, and I think that's fair. Like, um, I'm, I'm looking at Angela and Jeff there because they've, they've had the DAPS experiences is my friend Javi used to call it. And, and it's, we just enjoy enjoying Disney and, uh, with people that also enjoy enjoying Disney. And, and I think that's the best way to do it. And, uh, I made Katie cry missing Disneyland, which reopens on April 30th. If you hadn't heard yet, um, what a plug, <laughs> You're welcome, Disney. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was a fun event. I do wish I would have also liked to do one at the beginning and one at the end of the run just to see how things progress, change, whatever, because I think that's always interesting. Um, but really, now at this point, the end being a week and a half, two weeks before the parks reopen, I kind of wouldn't want to also. Yeah, I feel that. Other than they might be testing rides or something, and that'd be kind of cool. But we will keep you updated on how that goes. And uh, yeah, it was really fun to see the characters at the different places. I think if I had my way as a photographer, I would not put people on or characters on Silly Symphony Swings. Because I had a hard time with my nice camera getting pictures that I liked of them. And I was like, I can only imagine everybody else going like this, trying to get good pictures. Mickey Mouse is so small. Yeah. But you know, it was it was good but to see him from across the way. Like that part was cool. Donald Duck at the Grand Californian, even smaller. Uh, that was so good. It was funny because he's was, also on a balcony. You can see him. Yeah, it was it was fun. And he was so handsome. I did like Chip and Dale in the woods. That was kind of that fun. was a lot of fun. Um, and they had acorns. Yeah, it it'll be it'll be very interesting to see what they do for the character meet and greets in say Disneyland. I mean, they've said where a couple are going to be, but um, you know, Mickey's going to be at the train station, which makes me think the train station, like either that train station or the trains won't be open when the parks reopen. Um, Is the railroad open at Walt Disney world? Well, they're doing all of the, uh, yeah, I, I have a feeling that yeah. the trains might not be open, but it's also an outdoor attraction. So I think they would want it to be open because it eats up people. So, Who's um, to say? yes, it'll be very interesting and, uh, we will, we will play that out and see what happens. All right. So let's move on to our final topic of the night. Who would have ever guessed that we only could get through three topics in one night. And today we learned that Disney is basically shaking up its summer release schedule. And first off, I think that, that we start with is Black Widow. Okay. No longer being released in May. No. Now it's going to be released in July. July. And also released on Disney+. Plus. Yes, with Premier Access. Yes, with, with Premier Access. Thank yes. you. And uh, for, let's just talk about that first. Okay. Uh, what do you think about this move? I think it's silly um to do premiere access especially in july but i also know there's a market for it um i know that there's people that have really enjoyed watching movies at home mm-hmm. i will be watching this in theaters <laughs> because see now i had the question because i knew you're gonna i know we want to see this in theaters yeah but i could almost see us doing it in theaters and on disney plus premiere access that's fair because I feel like there's always those things in Marvel movies where you wish you could have hit pause and be yes. like, I think I just saw something. And But the know. first time I watch it, I want it to be in a movie theater. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like, I think every Marvel, like, honestly, if we were talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, 
I wish I'd seen that in a movie theater. I agree. I agree completely because it feels like a movie experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a Marvel movie, especially, I want to see it on a big screen. Yeah. I want to see it with the right sound and all that yeah. stuff. Same I for hear stuff whizzing around. Same for Star Wars. Same yeah, for those like those kind of epic movies need to be in the theater. Yeah. So which I think is why they've moved the date. Agreed. Is that I think it'll give them a better chance at people seeing it in theaters. Yep. Um. So. I'm looking. I, I hate movie theaters. I've probably said that a lot. I really don't like movie theaters. Yep. But I will see this in theaters. I think it'll be. I think it'll be great. I'm yep. looking forward to it. Um, then we also learned that because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I don't know which one to hit next. <laughs> which um, came first? Right. That is so true. Um, Shang Chi is yes. um, getting bumped back to September third. Now I'm very curious to see how the bumping of Marvel movies impacts the bigger phase four storyline that's going to be told especially with now black widow coming out after loki because i just feel like there probably was or will be some connection of some sort that maybe is okay either way around but we'll find i'm out. just really looking forward to this movie specifically because i don't know if you remember this when we had nathan on the show and the news had come out about this movie he was so hyped. yeah he was losing his mind so to me this is going to be a good story and i'm very excited about it Yep. So I agree. Um, then Cruella uh-huh. is now getting the um, what are they doing with Cruella? Uh, that's going to premiere access as well, yes. right? Along with theaters, right? On May twenty eighth. On May twenty yes. eighth. So that's same date, different release way, right? Yes. So Black so, Widow and Cruella are both getting theaters and premiere access. Yes. But one is May, one is July. Yes. And and Corella, I think, already was May 28th, if I remember correctly, from the article I wrote a couple weeks ago. Um, I can't keep track. But then the big surprise to me was Luca is going straight to Disney Plus. For free. For free. Well, you have to have a subscription, yeah. which will be, which is now, I believe, $7.99 if it's not within the next couple of days. Um, June so, 18th. So it's June 18th for free at home. Um, on Disney Plus. And I like it from the aspect of like, oh, that makes it so much easier to see. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, Pixar films are beautiful in theaters. I mean, Agreed. They're, they're almost like it's not Marvel level or Star Wars level, but it's pretty darn close. And in some ways, if I had to choose between Marvel and Pixar for seeing them in theaters, I almost would pick... The, the Pixar. I also like, love the sound design of Pixar movies, especially with something like this, where you know there's going to be like beautiful water scenes and things like that. I think the sound design of the movie is going to be incredible. I'm a little bit bummed that we're not seeing it in yeah. theaters. Yeah. Um, it's also very confusing to me because basically this is the third Pixar movie in a row to go to Disney+. Plus. With no charge. Because Onward went on to Disney Plus almost immediately. Yeah, that was a pretty quick... Um, post... Or not post-pandemic. Once the pandemic hit, It Onward... makes me think that they're getting some really good numbers from these Pixar films. That's what I'm guessing. And I'm wondering if part of it's a rewatchability thing. Definitely. Pixar films have a very high rewatchability rate, I think. Um, I don't rewatch movies hardly at all. But I will turn Soul on yeah. and listen to it. I actually just did that with Onward yeah, uh, the other day. I, I think I could probably do that with Onward, but Soul is the one that really connected with me last year. And um, and so I wonder if 
the numbers. And then also they did this with Hamilton last summer, yeah, uh, which is what, two weeks later than what? Yeah, a week and a half, two weeks later than what Luca will be. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm wondering if they saw such a big um, increase in subscriptions and then they got the viewability number. I mean, the great thing about digital is the data that they can mine from that is so ridiculously precise. Like, they, they've got all of these, like, they know how much you watched. They know how long you watched. Yeah. They, you know, when you watched, probably, you know, who you are at some level. And, um, and it's, so it'll be really interesting to see. Like, I hope it doesn't become a Pixar always goes to Disney Plus thing. Yeah. Um, because I personally would like to see them in the big, you know, the major theaters. Um, but who knows? Like, I don't know. Um, there were some other release changes also. Um, these were the three most interesting to me. To Definitely. Be completely I think honest. those were what caught everybody's eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's other ones that are coming from 20th century that you can see. And those will be up on the site, too. But um, like Chicken Guy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The, that, that would I'm be sorry. The name of the movie was Free Guy. And in my head, I just saw Chicken Guy. You know, like the place at Disney Springs. Yeah, in a couple other places, I think, too. I think that'd Um, be a good (laughs) docuseries. The people that work there or what? Yeah, so we could do like one episode that's like building Chicken Guy, another episode just about the sauces, another episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, I have to want, I would love to see the kind of data that they're looking at for these movies, Hamilton being one of them, uh, Soul upcoming will be Luca and um, and all of those just because I think they are going to be I, I think this is the culmination of a lot of um, number crunchers agreed and it'll be interesting to see uh, you know as Clocky's saying right there curious to see how they um, see theater to Disney plus versus the old theater to VHS or DVD and, and like I just reviewed soul mm-hmm. blu-ray and I had to wonder, I'm like, I really like the bonus features. Yeah. Like they're great. But I did have this thought. I'm like, how much longer are they going to continue to do this multi-channel release when you're going to get it on Disney plus anyway, if you just wait as long, basically as it took to get it to Blu-ray in the first place. Definitely. And, um, and I think there's probably the middle ground of buying it on digital download, but uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see how that works out. And it'll be, it'll be interesting to see um, how Disney moves forward with that as, as more movies come out and as people start to go out and live normal lives, whatever the new normal is, but our normal is always the same. And that is that we go for a half an hour, which we've just passed. So uh, Katie, what should people do? You should check out all the Disney and geek news on dapsmagic.com, which is working. So definitely go to dapsmagic.com. Check out all of the coverage of Touch of Disney that we had this weekend. Um, lots of fun things going up. So be sure to go there the minute this is done. And subscribe to our YouTube channel because we've got tons of videos that continue to be uploaded there. I think we've got more archival stuff that we're working our way through, uh, more stuff from A Touch of Disney, and we have more things planned also as well, along with all of our normal stuff, whether it's Disney This Day, Disney Reporter, and all of those, and Daps Magic Live. Um, I don't know what we're watching this week, but... um, figure it out. Anyway, Sunday night's at seven usually you can join us and watch something on disney plus but we uh don't have any more time so (laughs) 
So anyway, that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Ah!